Hello friends, welcome back. Today, I'm so excited to bring you two more Mo Willems books. And these two really go together. They feature the same two main characters, a little girl named Trixie and her very favorite stuffed rabbit, Nuffle Bunny. So before we get into today's stories, I just want you to take a minute to close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and just take in how you're feeling right now. Hopefully you're having a good day, but it's okay if you're not. If you're not having a good day, I hope that these stories will turn your day around and they'll give you a little something light and fluffy to think about. Now, I don't know if you're like Trixie and you have a favorite stuffed animal or a favorite toy that you love to keep close or take with you places. But if you do, I'm sure that you'll understand Trixie's problem in each of these stories we're going to take a look at today. These two books are relatively short, and I have to be honest, what makes these books so wonderful really is the illustrations. There's so much of the story that's told through the pictures, and Mo Willems does a really interesting thing where he takes his illustrated characters and places them into photographs of locations. So I really encourage you, if you've never gotten your hands on a copy of a Nuffle Bunny book, I encourage you to find one somewhere from the library, see if you can loan or borrow one from a friend. Uh, this is a book you want to be able to see and read yourself. But in the event that you can't, let's go ahead and get started with today's first story. Nuffle Bunny, a cautionary tale by Mo Willems. Not so long ago, before she could even speak words, Trixie went on an errand with her daddy. Trixie and her daddy went down the block, through the park, past the school, and into the laundromat. Trixie helped her daddy put the laundry into the machine. She even got to put the money into the machine. Then they left. But a block or so later, Trixie realized something. Trixie turned to her daddy and said, Aggle, flaggle, clabble. That's right, replied her daddy. We're going home. Aggle, flaggle, clabble, said Trixie again. Blaggle, plabble, wumpy, flappy, snurp. Now please, don't give fussy, said her daddy. Well, she had no choice. Trixie bawled. She went boneless. She did everything she could to show how unhappy she was. By the time they got home, her daddy was unhappy too. As soon as Trixie's mommy opened the door, she asked, Where's Nuffle Bunny? The whole family ran down the block, and they ran through the park. They zoomed past the school and into the laundromat. Trixie's daddy looked for Nuffle Bunny and looked and looked, but Nuffle Bunny was nowhere to be found. 
So Trixie's daddy decided to look harder. <gasps> Nuffle Bunny! And those were the first words Trixie ever said. We move from the first Nuffle Bunny book to the second. And in this one, Trixie is a little bit older, which I think you'll understand as the story goes on. And if you think losing Nuffle Bunny broke her heart, just wait until you see what happens one fateful day at preschool with Trixie and her very favorite bunny. Nuffle Bunny 2, A Case of Mistaken Identity by Mo Willems. One morning, not so long ago, Trixie took a walk with her daddy. By now, Trixie really knew how to talk. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to show Amy, and then I'll show Meg, and then I'll show Margot, and then I'll show Jane, and then I'll show Leela, and then I'll show Rebecca, and then Noah, and then I'll show Robbie, and then I'll show Toshi, and then I'll show Casey, and then I'll show Connie, and then I'll show Parker, and then I'll show Brian, and then... And talk and talk. Trixie was excited because she was taking her one-of-a-kind Nuffle Bunny someplace very special. Come on, school. Trixie couldn't wait to show Nuffle Bunny to Mrs. Greengrove and all her friends in pre-K. But just as her daddy kissed her goodbye, Trixie saw Sonia. Suddenly, Trixie's one-of-a-kind Nuffle Bunny wasn't so one-of-a-kind anymore. The morning did not go well. They argued over what they called their bunnies. They fought for the attention of their classmates. The afternoon was worse. When the school bell rang, Miss Greengove returned the Nuffle Bunnies, and the day got better. Then before she knew it, it was time to go home. Trixie ate her dinner, devoured her dessert, brushed her teeth, and tried to escape the mommy and daddy robots from Planet Snurp. At half-past bedtime, Trixie was tucked in, ready for sleep. But a few hours later, Trixie realized something. Trixie marched into her mommy and daddy's room and said, that is not my bunny. Trixie's daddy tried to explain what 2.30 a.m. means. He asked, can we deal with this in the morning? Trixie's daddy went to the phone. Before he even made it down the stairs, bring the phone rang. We have your bunny, said a man's voice on the other end. We have yours, replied Trixie's daddy. Arrangements were made. Trixie and her daddy rushed across the neighborhood. Trixie did not want to be late. Neither did Sonia. There was an exchange, and the Nuffle Bunnies were back where they belonged. I was so worried about my bunny, said Sonia. So was I, Trixie replied. Then they both said, 
I'm glad you got your bunny back at the exact same time. And that is how Trixie found her first best friend. Neville Bunny 2 has a special epilogue, which is usually when an author picks up a story after it's ended. In this epilogue, we see Trixie holding Neville Bunny, pulling her father along as she heads to school. We see Sonia doing the same. The epilogue reads, The next morning, both Trixie and Sonia rushed to school. The new best friends had a lot of catching up to do. Then we see a picture with both Trixie and Sonia offering to let the other play with their Nuffle Bunny. I hope you enjoyed meeting Trixie and her Nuffle Bunny and meeting Sonia and hers in today's stories. I think Nuffle Bunny is such a wonderful story, and I think even if you don't have a favorite stuffed animal or favorite toy now, almost everybody had at least one when they were a kid. You know what I had was a sweet little teddy bear with Velcro hands and a nice little, uh, it's kind of a bonnet sewn onto her head, and her name is Nelly. And believe it or not, I still have her. She's packed up in storage now, but she was one of my very favorite stuffed animals as a child. It's amazing how we hold on to things like that, and they can be such a source of comfort when we go through hard times. Maybe right now, finding something like that that can be a little totem of comfort for you would be a good idea if you don't already have one. But either way, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I hope that you'll be back again tomorrow for another, and I hope that whatever's left of your day, you make it great. I'll talk to you again soon, friends. Thank you.